The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Thursday is a good day to give hope. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, May 11th, 2023, Thursday of the fifth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Odilo of Cluny. Born in 962 of a noble family in Auvergne, France, he entered the Benedictine Monastery of Cluny about 990. He was elected abbot 994. In 1006, he sold treasures of the church to feed the poor during a famine. He also helped bring about the truce of God and the Feast of All Souls Day, and he was a trusted advisor to popes and kings. He was devoted to the Blessed Virgin Mary and to the Incarnation. Odilo died January 1st, 1049. Saint Odilo of Cluny, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. We begin this hour as we begin every hour of the Relevant Radio Pledge Drive with the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come before thee, I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. And dear Lord, I don't know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray the church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today, during the Easter season, we have an exciting passage from the Acts of the Apostles, which gives us a picture of the very early church and the real challenges that the Apostles faced in their responsibility to continue the message of Jesus and to baptize even Gentiles, and not only that, but to articulate the authentic message of Jesus. So today, in the first reading, we get chapter 15, where we get Luke describing in detail what we now know is the ecumenical council of the young church, the Council of Jerusalem. It describes a significant practical issue regarding the integration of Gentile Christians into what had primarily so far been pretty much a Jewish body of believers. So Jesus had addressed Jews with their Mosaic law and all those dietary laws and those ritual prescriptions that they had. 
and that they had lived as a people for centuries, and that's really what distinguished them from pagans, from the Gentiles around them. Now, they had these dietary laws that were pretty strict, but now Jesus is starting to open things up, and he's giving the possibility of Gentiles that they too could be saved, and that the people of God would somehow slowly expand now, not only just to Jews, but, well, to pagans too. Now, did that mean that these pagans also had to get circumcised? That they also had to avoid pork and live by these Jewish rituals? Well, some Christians definitely thought they should. They thought, well, you know, they're within the people of God, so they have to live the things of the people of God. These were the Judaizers. And they had made friends with James the Less, who was the Bishop of Jerusalem. And he was pretty sympathetic to their position. So, Chapter 15 tells us how the hierarchical church consisting of the apostles and the elders and the priests, they like sit down and it's like a really crucial moment. They have to get this right because this was a question that had like many layers. And so they really were asking the Holy Spirit, okay, stay with us here, help us get this straight. And it starts with Peter addressing everyone and kind of giving a summary of the situation. He says that the pagans, too, were to learn the good news, not just for us Jews. Like The good news is for everyone. So, he says, God looks inside the human heart, not just on the external prescriptions. So, he says, it would only provoke God's anger, surely, if you were to impose on the disciples a very burden that neither we nor our ancestors were strong enough to support. He says, we're, we're saved by the grace of Jesus Christ, not just by these kind of external laws. He says that. And there's a great line. Luke tells us, the whole assembly fell silent. I like that description. It was this hushed silence in front of someone who just like totally spoke the truth. This was not like a crowd in upheaval, just totally agitated, you know, each one defending his own position. No, Peter here, he spoke with authority, and people listened. The silence and this reverence that they had for his words really shows how they already had it clear that he was really, as head of the church, articulating uh, the will of God. And so, after that, after Peter speaks, they listen to Paul and Barnabas, describing the signs and wonders that God had worked among the pagans. So, Paul would have repeated here the dramatic account of how he and Barnabas were in Iconium and how they were about to get stoned and just the last minute, you know, nick of time, they they escape and they go to the countryside, they go to Lystra and Debra. Probably, I don't know, they got some sympathizers, somebody took them in their car and took them off, I don't know, but it was really like a moment of great excitement when they're in Lystra and Paul actually heals a man there who was crippled from birth. So the people got so amazed at this that they actually thought that he and Barnabas were gods and they like started like, you know, worshiping them as gods. This is what Paul is recounting to the assembly, right? And everybody's on their tiptoes listening to St. Paul, you know, and Luke is taking note. And it's really a joy, that that joy that you get when you hear your friends recount about their apostolic adventures. That's what Paul was doing. And perhaps we too, we have the occasion sometimes of uh, 
sharing our faith with somebody or even convincing somebody of the moral position of the church. Right? And uh, you know, today people post everything online. But you know, just our discussions with our friends about what happened with our friends, this can really encourage them a lot. You know, I, I heard a story of a guy who was at work, and at work he had a picture next to his computer of Jesus wearing the crown of thorns, right? And then one of his colleagues came by and asked, you know, he saw this picture and he said, like, why is he wearing this thing on his head, this thorns, you know? Because he had seen in a fashion show, he had seen, I don't know, a woman wearing like, a, you know, a crown of thorns in the fashion show. It was some fashion or something that mocked our Lord, you know, along the way or something. And, and so this guy explained how the soldiers had a mocking reverence to Jesus as king by placing the insignia of kinship on him, a crown, but, you know, a crown of thorns, a reed instead of a scepter, a dirty rag instead of a royal cloak. And, well, I guess we all know all about coronations today with Charles III, you know, but, but that guy recounted that occasion and it really encouraged uh, his friends that they too could do something in their work to help explain the faith to their friends. These are the apostolic adventures eh, that that we want to get into and encourage our friends with. That's what Paul and Barnabas were recounting to the early assembly. Right? And people would have been really boosted. And they too would, would have wanted to go out and do apostolate. Right? And people would have been filled with peace, with enthusiasm, and above all, they would have felt very much uh, united. And so, as a result of this intervention first of Peter and then of Paul and Barnabas, James spoke like he's the key figure here because he was the one who was more insistent on those on following those uh, old laws but he too backed Peter and he even agrees with him by quoting from memory a passage from the prophet Amos who said that all the Gentiles too will be called by the Lord's name so these two groups kind of like they concurred and it really shows the unity that is brought about by the Holy Spirit so in the end the council of Jerusalem following Peter's lead, agrees that the former laws of the Mosaic law are no longer relevant now that we have the gospel law. That is, they are no longer necessary for salvation. You don't, you don't need the law to be saved. It's not absolutely essential, not as it was before. Now, whether one can or should keep these laws for other reasons, well, that's a secondary matter, right? So James proposes some compromises about like eating meat that has been offered to idols that they should still not eat those you know because that kind of implied that they were taking part in something sacrilegious and anyway for Jews it would have been like really like like awful to to eat meat that had been sacrificed to idols so they said okay let's not do that and then James also mentioned we should uphold the laws, prescriptions against irregular unions and transgressions in the area of uh, sexual morality. So that was also present there in the Old Testament. And this would later be codified in the law on marriage. And all this, well, was adopted by the Council of Jerusalem. It was really a beautiful moment of grace and it really brought all the Gentiles and the Jews together in an unthinkable way, like it would have been impossible to imagine this in the past. So now both are sharing together in the same faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a, 
a beautiful union under uh, St. Peter. So by respecting the council, they really gave us all the criterion of how you know, we should also observe the authority of synods, of councils confirmed by Peter and his legitimate uh, successors. You know, and so we have to continue to follow Peter's lead today, naturally, in his successor, Pope Francis. Jesus said to us, you know, before leaving, I will not leave you orphans. And in a certain way, we are not orphans because, well, Jesus gave Peter the keys. He gave him the keys that would open the vast riches of previously unknown truths. And it is Peter who has those keys. There's a treasure house of truth there for us to discover. And unity always brings with it a sense of stability and joy. So Pope Francis has spoken a lot about the joyful followers that we have to be of Jesus. And this happens especially when we're particularly united to him. Let's ask our Blessed Mother too, that this unity is something that we can contribute to as well. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 13 past the hour. This is Daybreak. You can give hope with each and every gift to Relevant Radio this week during our Spring Give Hope Pledge Drive or need by the end of the week $3 million. You don't have to give that all by yourself. If you can, that would be great. Get things over in a hurry. But give as you are prospered. The Lord loves a cheerful giver, and so do we. Please give right now. Won't you at 877-291-0123. Give online at relevantradio.com on the mobile app as well. Thank you, gifts. You know, we have so many of those each and every time. You really ought to go and check them out online at relevantradio.com, including the uh, beautiful, beautiful Our Lady of Guadalupe frame print. So this is yours for your $100 month gift. 1200 for the year. Uh, great to have up in the, the home, the office, wherever you'd like to put that up. A whole host of gifts this time around that will help you build your faith in addition to remind you of how you've helped Relevant Radio too. We appreciate your generosity so much. We couldn't do this without you. Thanks for being generous. Thanks for being that good witness to generosity to others. You inspire so many with each and every gift. Thank you for helping Relevant Radio to give hope. You know, we love it when you call 877-291-0123 or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. But if you can make an ongoing, recurring monthly gift, you'll help Relevant Radio now and in the future. Our recurring gift partners provide a stable source of income for Relevant Radio, helps us to decrease dependency on other forms of fundraising, and allow us to focus on programs, and future needs. In other words, more of your investment goes to winning souls for Jesus Christ and His Church. You'll be automatically enrolled in the St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society and receive some great spiritual benefits. So call now with your pledge, 877-291-0123. And if you want to do so, ask the friendly volunteer, tell me about making a recurring gift. You can also pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app and give hope. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, May 11th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church now 
as we begin this liturgical day. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. and bless us and let your face shed its light upon us so will your ways be known upon earth and all nations learn your saving help the Lord is risen nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. The Lord is risen, has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. The Lord is risen, As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is risen. Alleluia.
The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Alleluia. The The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for for all who put their trust in him. Alleluia. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The The word of the Lord is a strong shield for for all who put their trust in him. Alleluia. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Alleluia. Your Your strong right hand has has upheld me, Lord. Alleluia. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me are destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, But in vain, I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Your Your strong right hand has has upheld me, Lord. Alleluia. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Alleluia. May the the living God, my my Savior, be praised forever. Alleluia. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes, You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed. 
for David and for his sons forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the living God, my my Savior, Savior, be praised forever. Alleluia. God has raised the Lord to life. Alleluia. Through Through his power, he will will also raise us up. Alleluia. A reading from the book of Revelation. One of the seven angels who held the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the woman who is the bride of the Lamb. He carried me away in spirit to the top of a very high mountain and showed me the holy city of Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It gleamed with the splendor of God. The city had the radiance of a precious jewel that sparkled like a diamond. Its walls, massive and high, had twelve gates at which twelve angels were stationed. Twelve names were written on the gates, the names of the twelve tribes of Israel. There were three gates facing east, three north, three south, and three west. The wall of the city had twelve courses of stones as its foundation, on which were written the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The one who spoke to me held a rod of gold for measuring the city, its gates, and its wall. The city is perfectly square, its length and its width being the same. He measured the city with the rod and found it twelve thousand furlongs in length, in width, and in height. Its wall measured a hundred and forty-four cubits in height, by the unit of measurement the angel used. The wall was constructed of jasper, The city was of pure gold, crystal clear. The foundation of the city wall was ornate, with precious stones of every sort. The first course of stone was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysophrase, the eleventh hyacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls, each made of a single pearl, and the streets of the city were of pure gold, transparent as glass. I saw no temple in the city. The Lord, the God, the Almighty, is its temple, he and the Lamb. The city had no need of sun or moon, for the glory of God gave it light, and its lamp was the Lamb. 
The nations shall walk by its light. To it the kings of the earth shall bring their treasures. During the day its gates shall never be shut, and there shall be no night. The treasures and the wealth of the nation shall be brought there, but nothing profane shall enter it, nor anyone who is a liar or has done a detestable act. Only those shall enter whose names are inscribed in the book of the living, kept by the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Your streets of gold, Jerusalem, will ring with happy song. Throughout Throughout your your length and and breadth, one one great cry from from the lips of all. Alleluia. You will shine in splendor like the sun. All men on earth will pay you homage. Throughout your length and breadth, one great cry from the lips of all. Alleluia. From a treatise by St. Gaudentius of Brescia, Bishop. One man has died for all. And now in every church in the mystery of bread and wine, he heals those for whom he is offered in sacrifice, giving life to those who believe and holiness to those who consecrate the offering. This is the flesh of the Lamb. This is his blood. The bread that came down from heaven declared, The bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. It is significant, too, that his blood should be given to us in the form of wine, For his own words in the gospel, I am the true vine, imply clearly enough that whenever wine is offered as a representation of Christ's passion, it is his blood. This means that it was of Christ that the blessed patriarch Jacob prophesied when he said, He will wash his tunic in wine and his cloak in the blood of the grape. The tunic was our flesh which Christ was to put on like a garment and which he was to wash in his own blood. Creator and Lord of all things, whatever their nature, he brought forth bread from the earth and changed it into his own body. Not only had he the power to do this, but he had promised it, and as he had changed water into wine, he also changed wine into his own blood. It is the Lord's Passover, Scripture tells us, that is, the Lord's passing. We are no longer to look upon the bread and wine as earthly substances. They have become heavenly because Christ has passed into them and changed them into his body and blood. What you receive is the body of him who is the heavenly bread and the blood of him who is the sacred vine. For when he offered his disciples the consecrated bread and wine, he said, This is my body. This is my blood. We have put our trust in him. I urge you to have faith in him. Truth can never deceive. When Christ told the crowds that they must eat his flesh and drink his blood, they were horrified and began to murmur among themselves, This teaching is too hard. Who can be expected to listen to it? 
as I have already told you, thoughts such as these must be banished. The Lord himself used heavenly fire to drive them away by going on to declare, It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is of no avail. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father. Whoever eats me will live because of me. Alleluia. This is my body, which will be given up for you. Whoever eats me will live because of me. Alleluia. Father, in your love you have brought us from evil to good and from misery to happiness. Through your blessings, give the courage of perseverance to those you have called and justified by faith. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 26 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, as well as in conversation with God and morning prayer. It's all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I dare say that this is probably the only place on the radio dial where you will hear the Liturgy of the Hours in the morning and the Rosary, the Family Rosary across America every evening. Relevant Radio is a unique voice on the radio dial, a voice defending life, marriage, and freedom. And when you support Relevant Radio, you're supporting the true, the good, and the beautiful. It's our Spring Pledge Drive. Give hope is what we're asking you to do. And to do that, call with your pledge at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. A financial contribution to Relevant Radio is truly an act of faith. Giving to Relevant Radio is an act of charity. It shares your faith with others. And that, after all, is one of our baptismal responsibilities. So make your pledge now and give hope. Give hope with each and every gift to Relevant Radio this week. Of course, all year long you give hope, but we want to be able to continue to give hope for those who are listening, especially maybe this time of day and you're wondering it's quiet, you're really thinking those deep thoughts perhaps. Relevant Radio here to get your day started in prayer. We do that each and every day with Daybreak. Support Daybreak right now, won't you, with a pledge in any amount at 877-291-0123. Pledge online at relevantradio.com on the mobile app as well. Our goal by the end of the week, our need $3 million keeps us on the air for three more months. But that keeps us on the air on over 200 stations around the country and around the globe, online, around the world at relevantradio.com and on the mobile app. We're getting it out there. We're uh, bringing Christ to the world through the media. You can help in that great effort with a simple gift in any amount at 877-291-0123. Talk it over with your sweetheart. Pray about it. Make that gift and remind your friends, hey, it's Pledge Drive Week here at Relevant Radio. Together we can make this thing happen. Together we can give hope. It's Thursday of the fifth week of Easter. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's gospel, Jesus tells his disciples it's really pretty simple. Just obey my commands. It's from the 15th chapter of the Gospel of John. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love 
just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. There are two particular places where we should always offer ourselves completely to God. One is the morning offering. We do one every morning on daybreak. And the other is the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. We ought to turn to our Lord each day, asking Him to help us remember His presence. To talk to our Lord only during those periods which we set aside for prayer is not enough. We should also remember Him during our normal daily activities, because not only would we like these activities to be well done, but we would like them to be prayer, to be pleasing to God. That's why we say with the church, Lord, be the beginning and end of all that we do and say, prompt our actions with your grace and complete them with your all-powerful help. During Holy Mass, we have a fitting opportunity to renew the offering of our life and of our actions of the day to God. When the priest is offering the bread and the wine, we offer everything we are and everything we possess and everything we have in mind to do that day. On the paten, we place our memory, our intellect, our will, our family, our work, our joys and sorrows, all our concerns and the aspirations and acts of atonement, the small mortifications, and the acts of love which we hope will fill our day. These offerings of ours are always small and poor, but as we unite them to the offering of Christ in the Mass, they become immeasurable and eternal. Speaking of the laity, the Second Vatican Council says, For all their works, prayers, and apostolic undertakings, family and married life, daily work, relaxation of mind and body, if they are accomplished in the Spirit, indeed even the hardships of life, if patiently borne, all these become spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. In the celebration of the Eucharist, these may most fittingly be offered to the Father along with the body of the Lord. On the altar, beside the bread and the wine, we leave all that we have, all that we are, our hopes and dreams, all that we love, all that's on our mind. At the consecration of the Mass, we give it all definitively to God. So now none of all these things is ours alone. And as children of God, aware that everything we have is on loan, we should use it for the purpose for which we have intended it, that is, for the glory of God and for the good of those close to us. Offering everything we do to God helps us to do things better to be more effective in our work, to be more cheerful in family life, even though we may be tired, to get on better with everybody, to be better citizens. We can renew the offering of our work throughout the day. For example, when we are beginning a new task or when we're finding the job we are at particularly difficult, our Lord also accepts our tiredness, and when we offer it to Him, then it too acquires a redemptive value. Let us live each day as though it were the only day we had to offer to God, trying to do things well and rectifying things when we do them badly. 
and one day it will be our last day, but we will have offered that day too to God our Father. Then if we have tried to offer our life continually to God, we will hear Jesus saying to us as he said to the good thief, Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 19 before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
Be exalted, O God, high above the heavens. Alleluia. Be exalted, O God, high above the heavens. Alleluia. Have mercy on me, God. Have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send us his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing. I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Be exalted, O God, high above the heavens. Alleluia. The Lord has ransomed his people. Alleluia. The Lord has ransomed his people. Alleluia. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen, They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. 
The Lord has ransomed his people. Alleluia. Such is our God. He will be our guide forever. Alleluia. Such is our God. He will will be be our guide forever. Alleluia. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. Such is our God. He will will be be our guide forever. Alleluia. A reading from the letter to the Romans. If Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, while the Spirit lives because of justice. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then He who raised Christ from the dead will bring your mortal bodies to life also through His Spirit dwelling in you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is risen risen from from the the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. If you keep my commandments, you will live in love. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, 
born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If you keep my commandments, you will live in love. Alleluia. Christ rose from the dead and is always present in his church. Let us adore him and say, Stay with us, Lord. Lord Jesus, victor over sin and death, glorious and immortal, be always in our midst. Stay with us, Lord. Come to us in the power of your victory and show our hearts the loving kindness of your Father. Stay with us, Lord. Come to heal a world wounded by division, for you alone can transform our hearts and make them one. Stay with us, Lord. Strengthen our faith in final victory. And renew our hope in your second coming. Stay Stay with with us, Lord. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, by whose grace, though sinners, we are made just, and, though pitiable, made blessed, Stand, we pray, by your works, stand by your gifts, that those justified by faith may not lack the courage of perseverance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen.
Pledge now and give hope. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Roll Effort Radio app. Go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.